Good Tuesday during a holiday week, turkey week, football week. Big football week in a lot of different regards. Packers back at it. Paul Bunyan's axe up for grabs. Got a lot going on. Good to have you today. Sunny day, warming up. I like it. Most of the snow is pretty much uh, dissipated in my yard, so I'm happy about that. And uh, just not ready for snow yet. Maybe in a, a week or two, maybe once you get into the kind of Christmas spirit. But beyond that, not yet. Just not ready for it yet. So, that being said, uh, welcome to the program today. We got a lot to get to. Uh, ben, did you happen by any chance to catch the show Get Up this morning? No. Um, I was in here early. I must say I do not turn ESPN on in the morning. Okay. So, I woke up this morning. And I was watching, and obviously, it, it, it's much like uh, Brady or LeBron. There's always something about Aaron Rodgers. They were getting into the suggestion that it's time for Aaron Rodgers to go. Oh. Yeah. And I and I was like, whoa, here we go. Because you know, I mean, just when anything ever like that comes up, it's the whole world blows up. So this morning, I got a buddy of mine from Ohio. He texted me, you know, hey, are they considering trading it? You know, because if you don't catch the... If you don't catch the whole conversation, you just see the headline and people go, oh, my God, you know. So uh, anyway, that was the the first text I got this morning. And then after that, it was a couple of different conversations. And uh, But it, look, we all know unless there's going to be some team that's going to take on a bunch of that salary, it's not going to happen. He's not going anywhere. He has talked about remaining a Green Bay Packer. And he talks about, uh, you know, wanting to retire here and such. And uh, I I look at it this way. And now I've looked at it through Aaron Rodgers' eyes, at least the best I've could, a couple of times, and I've I've been wrong. But um, if I'm Rodgers, I want my legacy attached to the Packers for forever. The only way, if I'm Rodgers, I want to leave is if I believe wherever I'm going, one more year, I'm going to win a Super Bowl or have the best shot at winning a Super Bowl, a la Matthew Stafford going to the Rams. Say, you know, say Trey Lance, they don't believe in, and they want to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, and so there's a trade, and suddenly say he goes back to San Francisco for one more year to try to make it all work and whatever, you know. That way it's in the Shanahan offense, but I can't, I can't ever see the Packers ever trading him to San Francisco. It would be monumentally dumb. You don't trade them in the division. You know, I, I don't, uh, I would never do that. So that was first. Um, secondly, you know, what AFC team is only a quarterback away? You know, there's not many. Oh, Bill, send him to the Raiders. Have him go play with his buddy Devontae. Oh, well, <laughs> okay. So that's, yeah, that would be the best case scenario, wouldn't it? That would be more uh, irony and make us smile than anything. But the only team that he could go to that you would say, okay, has enough of a team to be relevant would be the Jets. The Jets are decent. They're good up front. They're very good defensively. We know that. We've seen it. Uh, They've got some weapons. But they've got a very immature quarterback who is now taking a lot of heat. I don't know if you saw Sala yesterday during his presser say, when asked specifically, you know, is he your quarterback? And Sal was like, oh, we're going to look at the film. And he wouldn't commit. It was like, wow, that's that's a pretty loud statement. 
you know? So would he go play for the Jets? I don't think Bill Belichick would ever want that headache in New England. He's, you're not going to Buffalo. You're not going to Miami. <clears throat> you're not going to Cleveland. Pittsburgh, I don't think, has enough talent. Uh, you're not going to Tennessee, not going to Indianapolis, not going to Jacksonville, not going to Houston. Uh, and you're not going to the Denver Broncos. You're not going to the Raiders. You're not going to the Chargers. You're not going to the Chiefs. Chargers got a, a quarterback in Herbert they believe in. Chiefs obviously have Mahomes. So you're going to go to an AFC team if he ever gets traded. And there's only one team that makes sense, and that would be the Jets. That's it. I don't think Pittsburgh's ready to fly yet. But the Jets, eh, a couple pieces here and there, and suddenly they're a pretty good, pretty good football team, specifically with a really good defense. I would so, maybe throw the Colts in that ring. Like, their offense is okay, a disaster, okay. but their defense has been top 10, top okay. 5 in the league. It's just okay. Matt Ryan can't, can't cut it. So, I, okay, we can, we can go in that direction. Maybe the Colts. Plus, they can hire Hackett. Right? I don't think he and Saturday ever got along. I don't think uh, him and Jeff Saturday ever really got along together. Um, I, I don't think that was a great relationship. I think it was a working relationship. So that would be it. Unless some team, like like say you're in the midst of a major rebuild and you know it, and you're just bloodletting salary, then maybe you could say a team like San Francisco or what have you, maybe you would go in that direction. But I, uh, to, for two reasons. One is going back to the original. What set all of this angst into motion was the San Francisco call to begin with. That night before the draft, when everything came out, everything was leaked on draft morning, we all know what began to spiral after that. We, I just, I can never see that ever happening. Um, you know, Arizona just paid their quarterback. The Rams, obviously, we have Matthew Stafford. You know, now he, then again, he could retire, but, um, but you know, New Orleans and it, you know, eh, maybe like in New Orleans type of deal, send him south and get him out of the way, Carolina. But y- y- he's going to have right of refusal to where he wants to go. So I, that's why I think it's so ridiculous that this was even discussed. But this was something that was that went on this morning. And I thought, you know, this is just it, it's I hate to say it because it's it's an evil, evil term in our world. But I think this morning that was mere discussion clickbait. That was it. Nothing more. There's no validity to anything. If I'm Rogers, uh, I think um now, again, I want my legacy tied to the Green Bay Packers. So if I'm Rodgers, I say, okay, what can we do to bolster this team? What, it, what legitimately can we do? If I have a belief in Brian Gutekinds is saying, let's turn this thing around in a year, what can we do? Okay, you got to get another wide receiver, hands down. Okay, you get another wide receiver. Um, you got to look at things through a very honest light. David Bakhtiari, when he's played, he's played extremely well for coming back for that knee issue. Uh, for all the angst that we have about Bakhtiari and how long it took him to come back, you got to give it to him. He's played well. Give him credit where credit's due. He's played well. But you're not. You're going to save that $6 million next year. Unless, of course, there's some kind of wacky kick the can down the road, you know, type of thing. I have no idea. Um. Then, uh, yeah, PacFan says even Peter King, he started all of this, too. He mentioned it in his uh, Football Morning in America column. So He said the Raiders. Yeah, I, he, yeah, yeah I, I did catch part of that. Uh, but I, it, it didn't become like that front-page discussion until this morning. So, anyway, 
because I don't have a – put it this way. It was never brought to my attention yesterday. I saw it, but I, I, I just glossed over it. It's like, no, it's not going to happen. No big deal. Uh, whereas, you know, people started talking about it because they were discussing it this morning on Get Up is my point. It became the, the around the, the, the roundtable discussion this morning. So, but good point. Good point. So I just I, – I don't see it happening. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I say, hey, look, let's, let's look into an honest mirror here. This is where we're at. This is the team we have. Uh, what do we need? We obviously need a better tight end, obviously need or a, a complementary tight end. You need another wide receiver. you got a pretty good offensive line. You could probably bolster that a little bit. You're going to have to change some money around, either kicking it down the road for Bakhtiari for one more year, or you're just going to let him go, and you're going to save the $6 million and put that back into the salary cap somewhere. you got some guys that are starting to come up you got to make decisions on. Do you sign them and extend them? Do you uh, make a lot of these signing bonuses and such very minimal the first year and then really put this team into salary cap jail later on down the road and take another stab or two at it? But I think I, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I think just from a, um, a, a perspective of this is my career, you know, if this is my career, um, my legacy is in Green Bay, and if I can get back to and win one more Super Bowl, so maybe you wrap your arms around it and say, okay, look, we're, we're committed, we're going to kick it down the road, we're going to do a couple things for the next two years, then here you go. And maybe, but, but again, they have a decision to make with Jordan Love going into next season, because, you know, we all know you're not going to pay both Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love an exorbitant amount of money, so you got to make a decision there. But I just don't see them trading him. Now, maybe I'm completely wrong on this. And God knows it wouldn't be the first time. But I just don't see them saying, hey, Aaron, things suck. We're going to go ahead and let you out of this. Get you out of here. I just I don't see that happening. Because as much as you want to say, well, you know what? The offensive weaponry around you wasn't good. The offensive line early on wasn't good. The defense hasn't been good. You know, as long as, but you also got to say, and Aaron, you haven't been very good. Thumb issues aside, you, you know, whether it's the thumb, whether it's just you, whether, you know, and then there was a whole thing. Did you see somebody tweeted out, Ben, and maybe you sent it to me? I can't remember. I had so much sent to me. The whole thing about ayahuasca? No. About the lingering, lingering effects of a drug, the, the drug of ayahuasca, that you have lingering effects. That can affect the mind and the ability, and I'm like, what the hell is this? This is like he's he wasn't running around taking you know LSD, and now he's having like on Sundays he's having like flashback reactions, but that's kind of the way they were making it out that this ayahuasca has been proven with some study. Uh, I don't know. You have to Google it to see if you can find it, but with some study that ayahuasca. You know, on a hundred people that were studied, that it has these lingering, long-term drug effects, and I'm like, wow, okay, people are really reaching. But it's it's what people are trying to figure out as to why Aaron Rodgers is not having an MVP type of season, and I think it goes to a lot of different things. I think it's the loss of Devontae Adams, the play calling, the defense, the thumb, um, you know, the off season. I think a lot of that stuff is all just kind of kind of come boiling to a head and said, okay, here it is. Here's, here's a lot of reasons why things just didn't get off to the best start. And then we've seen it in the past. When things begin to spiral downward, uh, sometimes you just can't stop the snowball. It's just gonna not – you can stand there, you know. You can stand there and you can try to stop it. You can put your arms up and say, hey, wait a minute. 
and try to stop, but most of the time it just rolls right over you. And that's kind of what it's doing. That's just kind of what it's doing. So, I don't know. I I, I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, kind of insinuate that all the ayahuasca or anything else for that matter is causing him problems. I would say it's probably more the thumb than anything. But it's you know, people are just reaching at this point. People are reaching at this point. So anyway, uh, 877-867-1670. That's the phone number to get a hold of us. And when we come back, I got something. doesn't happen very often, but I got something I want to talk about real quick regarding the uh, the Facebook fan page yesterday where people went nuts. It's like, whoa, 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 cool your jets. Hang on. Hang on a minute. So I want to talk about that. Uh, we got the we got a lot to get to. We're going to hear from Jim Leonard today uh, coming out of the Badger football program. Rob Reichel is going to be joining us from Forbes.com. Conley Media. We're going to talk with him. We got the power rankings. Going to take a look around the rest of the NFL. Who are the true, really leaders in the NFL? We'll start to uh, go top to bottom via conferences. Also, power rankings today. We'll get into that discussion. Stay tuned. We got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's brought to you by Bud Light tomorrow night. Going to be down at the Mecca in the Deer District, the Mecca Sports Bar and Grill. Uh, down there tomorrow night for the uh, the Bill Michael Huddle, brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. They are the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network, and uh, looking forward to it. The night before Thanksgiving, all that kind of stuff. So come on down tomorrow night, enjoy yourself, grab a little grub, hang out for a little while. But we're going to be at the the Mecca tomorrow night at the Deer District down by the Fiserv Forum. Come on by and say hi. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good friends called Wabam, W-A-B-A-M. Go to getwabam.com. I use the cleaning stuff around my house all the time, the uh, scrubby wipes and everything, the the sterile scrubby wipes and disinfectants and uh, also the car cleaning products, whether it's the glass cleaner or the ceramics and the polishes and stuff for the car, the motorcycle, the boat. Uh, they've got something for everybody. And if you're a janitorial service, if you're industrial, or if you're just a homeowner, a car owner, motorcycle, boat guy, whatever it is, UTV, ATV, you name it, go to get, G-E-T, getwabam.com, W-A-B-A-M, getwabam.com. That is getwabam.com. So yesterday um, on on the Facebook fan page, and we've all been following what the, the snowstorm was over in uh, in Buffalo this past weekend, and a buddy of mine had posted a picture. I was on Facebook, and we've all done this, and I was on Facebook, and I looked at him like, holy mackerel, it was like some neighborhood, and the car was had another like four feet of snow on top of the car and everything. I'm like, wow. Uh, so I was, him and I were texting back and forth. I said, hey, I'm going to grab that and put it on my page. He said, go ahead. So I did. And all of a sudden I got this exorbitant amount of like follow on it. It was, God, it had to be at least 10 or 20,000 people. It was amazing. The problem was the picture was from, I guess it was an ABC news article from years ago. And the picture was, a, it was a true picture, but it was not from this particular snowstorm. But it was just the picture. And, you know, I, look, we they still got 70 inches of snow. It wasn't like I was trying to dupe anybody. But people were, you know, like really coming hard, which I have to, first of all, question your motives when you do something like that, why why you're, you know, just coming so hard. It's not like we're duping anybody. It was just, you know, I grabbed a picture from a buddy of mine and posted it. So I, I took it down, and I said, look, it wasn't. It was on my page. It, I wasn't trying to, like, you know, be erroneous about anything i just said here's a picture holy mackerel 65 to 70 inches of snow that's a lot of snow did you see that ben 
No, I, I must okay. say I'm not on Facebook very often. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I'm there because it posts from there to Instagram and such as well. So it kind of connects all the accounts. So that's the easiest port, like portal to go through. But, oh, my God, people went nuts. You know, the media trying to screw the, you know, trying to wag the wag the dog. And, oh. and just like, what? It was like, wow. They like they did get a snowstorm. That picture just wasn't from that particular snowstorm. Uh, so and I got a buddy, another buddy of mine actually lives in uh, Rochester, New York, and uh, he was showing me pictures of the snow and everything, too. It's not nearly as bad as it was in Buffalo, but still they got like 54 inches of snow and he had posted some of those pictures. But it wasn't like we're trying to fool anybody. You know, it's just I, I wanted to bring it up because some people just take life way too serious. I mean, like get pissed off serious and haters hate. and You can't change their mind. That's fine. But I, I took it down, and it's not like some admission of guilt. It's just like, well, if the picture doesn't fit the story, then you just pull it down. But we've all done that. How many times have we taken a picture and went, holy crap, and you save the picture and put it out on your own post? We've all done it. So it was just, that was it. And my buddy doesn't want to be on a public page, which is the reason I grabbed the picture to begin with. So I wanted to explain it, but not that I really felt like I absolutely positively needed to, but nevertheless, I wanted to do that because people say, well, you don't address it. So I did. There you go. Um, by the way, so uh, going back to the, because uh, I had a couple of people saying the ayahuasca story is made up. Uh, the Daily Mail, dailymail.com, it's, it's out of the U.K., says that now the whole story, uh, when I was talking about this earlier, the ayahuasca, the psychedelic brew blamed for Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers' poor performances causes mental health problems that lasts months in, in the majority of users, uh, according to a landmark study. Um. They say many celebrities visit South America to enjoy its healing properties, but researchers have found that can also trigger headaches, vomiting, and such. Concerns are being raised about the long-term side effects of the psychedelic drink enjoyed by the Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers in the first major global study of its kind. Researchers surveyed more than 10,000 people uh, from more than 50 countries about their experiences with ayahuasca and ancient South American brew. Uh, and again, you take it for what it is. It's, you know, it's whatever it is. Uh, Daily Mail is more of a uh, what I consider to be a national inquiry type of thing, but they just said that it's got negative effects. But this was my point is, is that this is what was going around. People were grabbing this as some kind of hardcore truth and saying this is the reason Aaron Rodgers is off. And it, it looks very credible, but it's it's I, we've heard nothing like that, and there's nothing there. And the NFL would certainly have stepped in and said, "Hey, wait a minute, there's something to this." You know, we need to we need to, you know, investigate this further. And we haven't heard anything like that. There's been no reference to, you know, PEDs or any kind of drug issue. I mean, they pretty much scan you for everything. So there's nothing. I, what my point is, is there's nothing here. So, you know, may, maybe there turns out to be down the road. But as far as this particular article goes, uh, there's a lot of people passing it around as if it's gospel. I didn't spread it. I didn't like link it, tag it or anything like that. I, it's just it's there. And it was sent to me by numerous people. So I, I just, I think in between you, me, and the fence post, if I had to say what is Aaron Rodgers' difference this year, I would say probably three things. One is you had a patchwork offensive line early. Two is you had young, inexperienced wide receivers. And three would be the thumb. And probably number one in the order would be the thumb then it would be the receivers, then it would be the offensive line. Beyond that, it's it's just no. It, it's I'm kind of like, okay, I, I'll take it with a grain of salt, but beyond that, I'm not, I'm not buying into that. So I just 
try to bring everything to the table. We notch it out a little bit, and then we let the chips fall where they may. So, but I, I yeah, for those that sent it to me this morning, I'm like, nah, I'm not, not really buying that. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to find us, do it. Uh, Randy, Randy hits us up and says, uh, "Hey, Bill, great program." He said he's listening in the UP. Went hunting over the weekend, scored a couple of bucks. He said uh, did get a couple of does with my son. Um, he also says that watching the Green Bay Packers uh, this coming weekend hopefully will not cause him to vomit up his Thanksgiving meal. He said, uh, I'm looking forward to the Packers getting a win. What if they get a win over a good team like Philadelphia? Do we then look at this situation as Aaron Rodgers' thumb has had some time to heal? Um, well, it depends on how he plays. If they win because, say, Jalen Hurts turns the ball over four times, and you would say it's, it depends on what they do with the football. And if they're scoring and such, yes. I mean, but if the defense says, say the defense, you know, the, the Packers offense scores a couple of touchdowns and the Packers defense scores a couple of touchdowns, well, then I don't know if I'm calling the offense back by any stretch of the imagination. If they win 28, 24, 28, 27, something like that, I, I don't think I'd say that the offense is back in that scenario. But I, I put it this way. I don't think that any time is non-beneficial to the thumb. You know, the longer period of time that Rodgers does not have to use the thumb and he can continue to get treatment and, and such on it, then that's great. And the, the, we got in, I, I shouldn't say we, I got into this discussion yesterday I, after I got off the air. We were talking about the thumb and about the possibility of a break. And Mike Clements played all of that audio of Aaron Rodgers denying and saying the thumb is hurt. Which, again, it makes you go back to, you know, hey, Aaron, are you vaccinated? Uh, I'm immunized, yes. Well, the thumb, if it was broke, it would be hurt. So he wouldn't be lying. So I thought, well, wait a minute. And the fact that he has talked about getting treatment on the thumb leads you to believe one of two things. It's, it's, it was either dislocated and they're, you know, they're, they're working on the joint and keeping the swelling down and such. Or there's a tendon issue in there that uh, they're trying to, you know, spur growth. Or there is somewhat of a small fracture. And, you know, nothing has been confirmed. But maybe there is. Maybe because if you're doing, wasn't it um, back when T.O. tried to come back from the broken leg, Ben? Do you remember that? Years gone by? Yes, I do. You were probably tiny back then. Eh, I was a young football fan. Yeah. Um, it, it was, it, he was doing, uh, I think like an oxygen chamber, hyperbaric chamber and infrared and all that kind of stuff. And I don't, I honestly, I don't know enough. Now, maybe there's a doctor floating around out there. I don't know enough about broken bones and such to say what treatment you can possibly do to spur growth and healing. I think there is something infrared wise. I don't know for sure. I think there is, though, um, that guys have gone in for treatment after the fact when they've had something set or whatever, and then they always say, I'm going in for treatment. You're like, well, rest. Rest is what treats a leg or an ankle or whatever. And I, I even thought I read something about Dak Prescott doing that. So maybe that's what they're talking about, and if that's the case, maybe he does have some kind of a small hairline fracture or something or something with a tendon that they, they're trying to you know, stimulate growth, you know, that he's wearing something on the thumb to stimulate growth and blood flow. Because that, that would be the case. 
So I don't think it's that far out of the realm of possibility, but uh, it's not a break in the sense of a dislocation of a bone or something or something chipped or something broken to the point that it needs to be surgically repaired. Uh, it's not bad like a, a Dak Prescott break was. Um, it might have been like a, a dislocation, a pop out, pop back in, and they're trying to spur the the growth within the joint. I mean, I don't know. But uh, I would probably say that the, the thumb has been an issue more than anything. So, you know, I, again, just trying to bring some sense and sensibility for a lot of the stuff that's floating around out there when I woke up this morning. That's it. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, start talking about the rest of the NFL, and last night, San Francisco, they put an emphatic stamp on the West. That was uh, that was a Jimmy G game, uh, but I don't necessarily believe that they are one of the best teams in the National Football League. Others do. I don't, and we'll tell you about why when we come back. This portion of the program brought to you by the Water Doctors. Go to h2theletterodoctors.com. That's h2theletterodoctors.com. The Connecticut Water Softening System, fantastic. I've had it in two different, three different houses now, as a matter of fact. Love that system. Would swear by it. Put it up against any other uh, system out there. As a matter of fact, I had them come the other day, and they changed an aqua filter. And uh, they did the particles. I don't know what all that stuff means. All I know is that zero is perfect, and nobody gives you perfect. Uh, And you're, like, good uh, at 500 particles or whatever the hell it is. I had, like, 12. 12 particles. I mean, it was like it's like nothing. It's like some of the purest water you can possibly get. And that's what's coming out of my reverse osmosis, which is fantastic. That's why I've always said this is about the best stuff you can possibly get. And uh, get a hold of my buddy John Atley at the Water Doctors anywhere from the state of Wisconsin, 262-549-7733, 262-549-7733. Ask for John. And don't forget, they also donate back to the uh, Custom Canine Service Dog Academy. They do a lot of good stuff for veterans. Again, 262-549-7733 or go to H2, the letter O, doctors.com. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good to have you. And don't forget about our friends at Cunis, K-U-N-E-S. Maybe you're going to jump in the RV or you're looking for one and you're going to head south, go to warmer uh, climates during the winter months. Go to Cunis RV, K-U-N-E-S. Go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. They're all over the state of Wisconsin. Now people are looking for their signs because they're everywhere. And they continue to grow. They continue to kind of remodel the dealerships all throughout the great state of Wisconsin and beyond the borders for that matter, as you can find them over there near La Crescent, uh, Minnesota, just as you get ready to cross uh, into a Minnesota from La Crosse. But, uh, and they're in northern Illinois as well, but they're all over the place. So get a hold of them. Go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That's CunisRV.com for, uh, for any of your RVing needs or whether it's buying new, used, trade-ins, consignment. They've got it all. Fifth wheel, travel trailer, motorhome, tow behind, whatever it happens to be, they have got it. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. You can give us a shout right there the rest of the nfl last night you had an emphatic stamp uh by the uh the 49ers well i'll tell you what ben is it just me or does the arizona cardinals now granted it was colt mccoy they, they just look terrible is clear this is it pretty much for cliff kingsbury i would assume correct i went to sleep uh, after kittle scored again to make it a 22 whatever point game i, right. I wasn't sure cliff kingsbury was going to get on the flight home 
Yeah. Like that's how bad it feels. Yep. I no, I, I would agree. I uh when they when they ran the uh the end around, it was Debo Samuel it was like forty yards or something like that. When they ran Debo Samuel and he ended up uh scoring, it was like, Okay, this one's done. Because they were just pulling out all the stops. They're, they're nothing. It wasn't nothing. Because Jimmy Garoppolo threw for, what, three touchdown passes last night? Four touchdown passes last night. Pardon me. Four. Four. T- and then there was Colt McCoy, and uh, he had the one pick. He, you know, 24-34, 218 yards. Not much there. Connor is their running back along with Ingram, and they didn't do too much on the ground. I- I'll tell you this, man. That, that defense of... San Francisco, now I don't think they are the front runner, okay? But San Francisco has very quietly just uh, with Garoppolo just kind of crept up on everybody. And if you look at their scoring differential, it is the third best in the NFC. The third best in the NFC. That's the most amazing thing about it. Third best in the NFC. Philadelphia is number two. Dallas is number one. Dallas got a big scoring differential after the beatdown they put on the Dallas Cowboys this past, or on the Minnesota Vikings this past weekend and the way they beat them. As a matter of fact, Minnesota, it's funny, Minnesota leads the division and their point differential is negative two. Negative two. Every other division leader is positive. They're the only ones in the National Football League as a division leader with a negative point di- differential. That's the Minnesota Vikings. But, yeah, you look at the San Francisco, and, boy, they've they've come on. That's a heck of a team. Uh, the funny thing is is that uh, they're 500 uh, on the road, but they're 4-0 and in the division now. They have not lost in the division. They have, uh, however... Uh, three, three losses on the road, but uh, only uh, in the conference. They're 5-2. and two. Tied with Tampa Bay, uh, Minnesota six and two in conference, and the Eagles are only they're five and one in conference. Hopefully they're five and two. Well, depending on which way you look at it, Ben. But hopefully they're five and two after after uh, Sunday night. Maybe the Packers stay mathematically alive, but we'll see. But yeah, so the best team, if you had to pick the team right now that is going to be a representative, we'll just say in the NFC and the AFC championship games. I think the NFC is a little bit easier to predict than the NFC or than the AFC. I think Kansas City and probably Buffalo are going to be the top two teams. Although Buffalo has faltered, I still believe Buffalo is the most talented. And I think Buffalo gets a a win again this week. Now, Detroit's at home. They're feeling good. Detroit has suddenly found some kind of, you know, Detroit, by the way. oh, Oh, by the way, don't look now. Detroit is second in the division. And they have now won three straight. Oh, how about that? The Detroit Lions have now won three straight. They're still sitting under 500. They're four and six, but they have now won three straight. So they're rolling a little bit. They're going to get a Philadelphia, or excuse me, a Buffalo team on Thursday at Ford Field. But <laughs> Detroit, no, I don't think Detroit's going to catch Minnesota for the division, obviously. But uh, but Detroit is four and six, and they're one loss better than the Green Bay Packers. They are in second right now in the division. Packers sitting at third, four and seven, and uh, the Bears only one game behind them at three and eight. The Bears have lost four straight. The Packers, obviously, after the Cowboys, they've only lost one you know one one game. They don't have a record or a streak going of losses, but 
You hope hope that they can overcome that on Sunday night. So if you're going to pick the NFC representatives, the NFC championship game, Ben, who is it? Is it Dallas and Philly? It feels like Eagles and 49ers at this point. Uh, Niners have averaged, I think, nine more points since trading for McCaffrey than they were previously. Mm -hmm. And and they look scary. And their defense, that's what gets me, is when they get to the playoffs, I know that defense will show up. Uh, Dallas is, like, they're good, but history has told us for my whole lifetime that they don't make it to NFC Championship games, no matter what situation they're in entering the playoffs. So it feels like Eagles-Niners, especially if the Eagles get the one seed, and have right. to host those games. And then the AFC, I'm with you. It, it still feels like Chiefs-Bills, but the Dolphins are still growing on me. Um, Yeah, the Dolphins, I don't... It's like the Dolphins, it's, it's one of those teams that's been perpetually bad for a while now, and you don't know if you should believe in them yet, yet or not. But the weaponry they have, you can certainly believe in. And But I look at Buffalo. Buffalo, by far, the biggest point differential in all the National Football League. Yeah, and it's not even close. They're 107. They're plus 107 in uh, in point differential. Oddly enough, in that division, New England is point uh, plus 44. Baltimore plus 49. Cincinnati plus 50. Cincinnati, by the way, expected to get Jamar Chase back this weekend. And then you've got Kansas City plus 67. I still think AFC is a collision course of Buffalo and Kansas City. Just my opinion, but I think that they're on that collision course. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. 867 David and Green Bay, hang in there. I'm going to get to you when we come back. Stay tuned because I promise I'll come right to you right away. Stay tuned. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. we got a lot more to get to. Best teams in the National Football League. Talking a little bit about that right now. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers return to practice tomorrow to prepare for the Eagles in Philadelphia Sunday night. Now, inside the Packers' locker room, the team's still sorting out why they lost to the Titans after beating the Cowboys just a few days before. Packers defensive back Jair Alexander. Uh, I mean, it's tough coming off a really good win, you know, to come out and play inconsistently on both sides of the ball. It's tough, you know. We got to do better. Win or go home at this point. So, you know, every game is a playoff game. Every game is the Super Bowl for us. So that's how we got to attack it now. The Eagles staged a come-from-behind victory on the road to beat the Colts 17-16 in regulation, led by quarterback Jalen Hurts. I feel like there, there was never a doubt. I feel like there are a lot of things that we can learn from. We had positive plays. There weren't any turnovers. I think that's the formula for us as an offense, as we've shown throughout this point of the season. Philadelphia improved to 9-1. and one. The Packers are now 4-7. and seven. Matt LaFleur asked with just six games left, what is Green Bay fighting for? I think you're always fighting for something. Every, every team has the same goal coming into the season. And I think for some, it's, it's more realistic than others. And I think we were one of those teams that definitely believed. And I'm not saying that it, it can't happen, but we're going to have to play a hell of a lot better. We're going to have to coach a hell of a lot better. And just truly take it that one game at a time and you're always fighting for something you're always fighting for your job always every time you go out there that's always going to be the mindset whether you're in the race or not to me you're always fighting for your job that's matt lafleur in green bay i'm mike clemens on the bill michaels show
Got somebody in your life that is a car person, a motorcycle person, a speed person. I'm telling you, Great Lakes Dragway. Down in Union Grove, Wisconsin, down in uh, Racine, Kenosha, down in that area, the uh, Union Grove uh, area, uh, Great Lakes Dragway, uh, they have the 2023 season passes on sale right now and a calendar that is filling up. Go to GreatLakesDragway.com. That's GreatLakesDragway.com. Pick a lane. Head down to Great Lakes Dragway and tear it up in the quarter. There you go. All new asphalt down there, too. Good stuff. Uh, as I promised, Dave from Green Bay, your first out of the shoot. Dave, what's going on today, man? How you doing? Hey, Bill. Good morning. Thank you for taking a call. Happy holidays to you and yours and the staff and everybody down there. Um, I appreciate it. A couple of things. Love Rick Okasik in the cars. That's a great, great thing. That was, it kind of brought me back. Um, awesome. Quickly, um, two, I want to make um, uh, two qualifications that maybe you could jump on and then make a point if uh, you'll give me a little latitude here in the next 90 seconds. Um, I haven't seen a get-up yet. I'm almost home. Um, I've retired from the full-time job, but I still do the uh, uh, side side hustle in the morning. Um, sure. Okay, write a refusal or whatever you had said in regards to Rogers' contract next year. I, I, I could be wrong, but I think it's only write a refusal. He, has a, uh, he does not have a no-trade. Uh, I guess his only refusal would be to retire. And let's, uh, my opinion, he's not going to walk away from $50 million. And then the second qualification with the Packers, uh, with Love, uh, he's coming into his fourth year as a first round of fifth year at option. They don't have to extend him next year. They could hold him and make him pay, play for the $3 million and then uh, wait for an existing offer. Um, other than that, um, Gosh, I don't know where your career was, but um, I was still in radio back in '03, and I remember when Brett broke his thumb down in Madison. And uh, I guess just from a, a, an offensive standpoint, um, Amon Green had an unbelievable year: 1,950 yards, 1,800 plus rushing, uh, 50 catches, and 400 uh, passing. I mm-hmm. just wonder if, if if we have a problem with with um, with Rogers' thumb. I'm just wondering why. We didn't bring in like that uh, heavy load on the offensive line and and really start using our what I call um, our definitive offense, which is running. But you know we're we're here where we're at. We're what uh, we're we're four and seven. Uh, when we lose, well, I'm not going to say. Hey, the Saudis beat uh, uh, Argentina and Messi today, so anything could happen. Yeah, okay. Um, if we lose to Philly, uh, like I believe we will. We're basically going to be out of it. So if, if Roger's thumb is a deal, I mean, it, it whatever excuse you might make or uh, move that that they would uh, con, uh, consistently understand, it's time to play um, Jordan Love because mm-hmm. okay, he's been a backup. He knows the offense. We put the time and effort into him. Give him four. Give him the last five games. Whatever. Let's see what we got in him. And you know what? If Rogers doesn't like it, well, you know that's just the way it is. I remember back in, in 08 when there were people fighting on the sidelines when Brett was going to be uh, uh, issued out of town and the decision was made uh, for Aaron Rodgers. Long story short, we got to play, and we got to know what um, Love might have or could have, either to have as our new quarterback or at least to get something out of him in a trade because mm-hmm. until he plays, we're never going to know. We've got young wide receivers. Uh, if the season is over... Let's use that. Let's move forward. Let's see what we got with. Um, and I know this. I'm going to get hate. I'm going to get hate on this. I know for sure. But 
let's see what we got in love one way or the other and and let's move forward and you know then we make a decision uh, and and i like the fact you mentioned jets and the colts hey, i wouldn't be too surprised if the 49ers and this would be the strangest thing with jimmy garoppolo um, he's he's just not that he's sexy. He's great looking. I'm confident as a guy, but uh, he, he's he's just not that guy. But he's good enough to win ball games. And now he's put himself in the position next year to literally pick and choose and where he wants to go. So I'll just throw yeah. it out there and just say that I wouldn't be too surprised if the 49ers don't make a deep run, and also if the 49ers uh, with Trey Lance because they've got a lot invested. But he's a rookie. He's a rookie contracted yeah. guy that there couldn't be something happening between the Packers and the 49ers right. with Rodgers, as you'd mentioned. Thanks I so just much. don't know. Dave, appreciate it, man. Thanks for taking a listen. I certainly appreciate all that. First of all, going back to the no trade clause, I still think if uh, Rodgers, unless there was some kind of a blockbuster deal, they would still give the courtesy to Rodgers to say, hey, this is what's going on. What, you know, I, I just believe that because of everything that's been said about them. They're trying to tread lightly. Secondly, uh, when it comes to Jordan Love, um, no, they don't owe him anything but next year. You're right, uh, which is $3.9 million, I believe. Uh, but the, the number has been thrown out there that if Love were to sign, that if they believe that he has starting quality talent, that it would be upwards of anywhere from 15 to $20 million because he would be then the incumbent starter and because the number has gone up exponentially for quarterback play. Um, which, oh, by the way, the NFLPA is also filing a grievance saying that no guaranteed contracts have been given to quarterbacks ever since the Deshaun Watson deal, meaning Lamar Jackson, who was trying to get a fully guaranteed deal and can't, that they now believe there's collusion throughout the NFL for not giving out guaranteed contracts. That's a whole other story. But there is the thought that then Jordan Love uh, would dictate a certain amount of money anywhere between, say, $12, $15, 17000000 million, up to twenty, And there's no way they're going to pay Aaron Rodgers his money plus Jordan Love, his money. So that was part of that discussion. So you're right. They could just pay him next year and say, we're going to let the chips fall where they may, and we'll see what happens. Because after that, he becomes an unrestricted free agent. So we'll see what happens in that realm. Uh, They do have that fifth-year option, I believe. I think they can pick up that fifth-year option. I'm not positive, though. Uh, Let's do this. We're going to step out. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. we got Rob Reichel coming up here in just a little while. We're going to talk with Rob from uh, Conley Media, Forbes.com, covering the Green Bay Packers. We're going to talk with him. Going to get back into phone calls. We've got a lot more to get to. So got a lot of good stuff coming up today. And don't forget, coming up tomorrow night, going to be down at the Mecca Sports Bar and Grill down there in the Deer District. Tomorrow night, it is brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. They're the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. And it's the Bill Michaels Huddle tomorrow night. We're going to be hanging out down there with our pre-Thanksgiving Day feast going on as we uh, sit back, relax, talk a little football, talk about the weekend, talk about the games coming up on Thursday as you uh, hunker down and get your trip to fan on and kick back and relax and unbuckle the pants a little bit and uh, just sit back rest and relax during the uh, turkey day off but again tomorrow night you're going to be down at the uh, deer district the mecca sports bar and grill all brought to you by our friends at bud light one hour down three yet to go good day today good day stick around we got a lot more of the bill michael show it's all coming up right after this the bill michael show podcast Listen, rate, subscribe.